Welcome to a new episode of the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. This week, we're featuring a special conversation between recent Oscar winner Yoon Yoo Jung and FLC's Director of Programming, Dennis Lim. Introduced to a wide American audience just last year as a strong-willed grandmother in Lee Isaac Chung's Minati, Yoon Yoo Jung has been a celebrated screen performer in her native Korea for half a century, giving life to a roster of singularly formidable women across genres and generations. In honor of her historic win for Best Supporting Actress at the 93rd Academy Awards, a retrospective of her recent work has been extended to May 3rd. Go to filmlink.org slash for nationwide tickets in our virtual cinema. Hi, everyone. I'm Dennis Lim, Director of Programming for Film at Lincoln Center, uh, and I'm very pleased to welcome you all to this evening's special event, a live talk with Yoon Yoo Jung. Uh, Yoon Yoo Jung is, of course, Oscar-nominated for her role in Lee Isaac Chung's film Minari. She is also the subject of a five-film retrospective currently running on film at Lincoln Center's uh, virtual cinema. I'd like to thank my colleague, Madeline Whittle um, and A24, the distributor of Minari for helping us put this together. Thank you also to HBO, uh, presenting sponsor of Film at Lincoln Center Talks. Our retrospective runs through April 25th, which means in, it does run through Oscar weekend. Uh, and in addition to Minari, we are showcasing four um, of Yoon Yoo Jung's previous films. We were really thrilled that Minari introduced American audiences um, to uh, Yoo Jung's work. And we thought this would be a great opportunity to showcase uh, some of her other films, um, some she, uh, as Korean audiences know, she's had a really rich, diverse career that spans five decades. She's worked with some major Korean filmmakers. She's one of the most beloved actresses in Korea. I hope you'll take this opportunity to check out some of her uh, other films. She has leading roles in some of them, supporting roles in others, but you'll find that she's, she's just one of these actors who's, whose presence instantly makes a film more interesting. Uh, we are honored to be presenting this retrospective and to have with us today as our special guest, Yoon Yoo Jung. Welcome and thank you for being with us. Oh, I'm honored to be with you and then <laughs> actually showing my film, previous film. So I'm very grateful that you having this program for me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and thank you for joining us in, I know you, you're in LA now, but you've just arrived from Seoul. So I assume, I assume you're, you're fighting jet lag. Um, I'm wondering if you can maybe just start by telling us what, what the last few months have been like for you. Obviously you've been you know, campaigning, but it's a very different kind of campaign. I mean, most events have been, have been virtual. I know you've also been working. So what, what has it been like for you the last few months? Oh, just one word. It's like, it went crazy because I never thought that was the first interview with uh, my best friend, then Ina, and we were Zooming, you know, like this one. She was the technician and everything for me. And then I thought maybe just having some interview with uh, American audience about the Minari. And I didn't know that was campaigning. And now I gathered that that was the starting. And I know why they call campaigning or <laughs> racing. I didn't know. I thought maybe the politician is campaigning for their vote. Um, racing means, you know, like a horse, horse racing. So, but now I realize, oh, this is it. Because all the interview with my lack of English and I didn't know what to say or, you know, my English is not perfect at all. And then I don't know, I, I, I just did it anyway. <laughs> so, I'm, I came this far with Ina. 
without I, Ina, I couldn't able to make it. <laughs> did you, have you talked to Bong Joon-ho about what he went through last year? Have you talked to Director Bong? Yes, 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 he warned me before I left Korea, actually. He said to me, well, you have a number on your back, like a you know, basket player or something like that. So I didn't know what that means. And so you got to go run. You, you got to be run for the audience or for the country or whatever. So I said, what is he talking about? And then I'm more, I get, have an interview, I realized, and Bong Juno said, Wow, they are working so hard. So I, I realized, yeah, I worked so hard to just having an interview with all the strange people. In Korea, if, you know, I, if, whenever I have the movie released, of course, I have a chance to talk with the, the, the right, no, no, the reporter, reporters. But sometimes I was very um, choosy about the reporter because I know them well who has a question and who has smart questions. So I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do with this one and that one. And here, I'm just a nobody here. It's like just did everything. So now I came this far, I'm still alive. I'm very amazed I'm still alive with this, this English. <laughs> it must be, I mean, in a way, difficult to be doing every almost everything virtually um you know to just be doing everything through screens but at least i guess you don't have to be traveling as much i remember last year um bong bong joon had there was one weekend where he he came to us in new york he also was in london and in la at the same weekend so at least at least you're not having to deal with uh you know, with that kind of uh of campaigning actually bong joon said to me you are very lucky to have a pandemic because <laughs> <laughs> they have to go here and there, London to LA, and every day. Actually, the Songgang was uh, has a bloody nose because he didn't realize he was so tired. But he he has bloody nose, but he didn't know his nose was bleeding. And Bong Juno got uh, some kind of what I what do you call them red eyes mm -hmm. because the, the some thin um what is the picture means. Picture, but blood bloodline was just mm. pop out, so his eyes got like blue. A blood vessel, yeah. Yes, so he had to wear the sunglass, and oh, he, he's, he keeps saying, "I'm lucky." <laughs> so, so what is your? Um, you know, we were chatting before before we went live, and you said obviously it's your first time at the Oscars. What is your relationship with the Oscars historically? Is it something that you've always? watched you know did you like always watch the nominated films did you watch the ceremony what was what was your relationship with just the Oscars? one program for me that all the korean audience think that's the, the, the television program just to watch that the, the oscar event and then me as a just if i watch the movie then i i have some you know i wish he could win or she could win or something like that and if he lose or whatever then i would say oh that photo or the, the jury is not <laughs> not tasty or whatever it's i was just the audience so actually i did I, it's not real to me yet you you say i'm nominated yeah i know i know <laughs> i i heard the announcement but i we, when we make this small film, we never thought about, you know, coming this far. 
and we never thought about having this warm reception from the, the foreigner for us, like, you know, American is foreigner. We didn't expect this reaction. So still I'm not, <laughs> I cannot tell that I'm still in, I'm in LA, so I'll, I'll be going, I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm gonna, you know, take the opportunity to ask you about your earlier films and about your overall career since, you know, we're, since we have this retrospective. Um, I'm also gonna invite the audience to um, submit questions um, uh, for, for Yoo Jung in the chat. Um, so you're welcome to just type in your questions um, and I will, I will pose them uh, to her. But um, I thought we could you know, just go back to the, the beginning of your, your career. Um, you've, you've talked about how you got your start um, as an actor and you've, you've, all, you've said it repeatedly now in several interviews that you started by accident. <laughs> that you, there was no plan that you, you know, you just ended up with a job at a TV station and then somebody asked you to audition and then you got TV roles and then you got film roles. At what point in that early stage did it sink in for you? Like, this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm an actor now. I think uh, later on, I think, uh, what started as, as looking for the part-time job and I end up to be the television actress. And then that was good money. So I was just doing it. And back in my days, uh, after you get married, you don't have heading leading role anymore because once you get married and she's not interested anymore for the audience. So naturally I got married and then happened to be living in the state and then I just stopped. Then went back to Korea and became a divorcee. And then I was thinking, should I go back to state and then raise two boys because they were American born in the state. So what should I do? And when a writer friend from television station, she said, are you stupid? There's nothing wrong with you. you, you you, you, are, you are not doing anything wrong. So you, sh you have a very gifted talent, don't you know? You got to start acting again. So I said, but nobody likes me. Why should I start? How can I start here? You know, because everybody forgot about my name was vanished after 10 years, after nine years. So then she said, okay, I will give you a role. But because since you're a divorcee, I cannot give you big role, so you have to just to see how it goes. So that's why I started back. And then from that time, I was 38 maybe. And I was very grateful that I could go back to work. And I should be work so hard. And then I thought maybe back in my time, my limelight time, I thought I was great actress by myself <laughs> because I got the award from, from first movie from Viking mm -hmm. Young. I got, I got all, all the award when I was 23 or four. So I thought maybe I'm great actress. But after 38 years, no, no, when I get 38, I realized, oh, I'm not good actress at all. That time was my turning point. Mm -hmm. I really practiced a lot and I appreciate all the role I have. Mm. That's the point, I think. Uh, that's the time, I think, I changed it to being real professional actress and then mm. 
responsible about my role. So I got mature from that after divorce. Mm. I do want to go back to your those what you call your limelight years, your earlier, you know, your early roles, because your first film role was, as you mentioned, with Kim Ki-young, who was at the time like one of the leading filmmakers in Korea, you know, and this is you you had worked in TV, but this was your first film role. And he was quite a quite a character. I mean, and also, you know, his his nickname um, was at least as it's translated into like English writing, his nickname was Mr. Monster. <laughs> to me, Mr. Monster, or he was very peculiar. Peculiar, am I saying right? Yeah. Very peculiar and very uh, awkward. And but then, but he's very genius every way. And those were very intense films. Uh, those are pretty intense roles: Woman, Woman of Fire, and Insect Woman. I should mention to people that we um, we weren't able to include those films. But if you go to the Korean Film Archives YouTube page, Insect Woman is actually available there. Um, but yeah, I mean, what what was what was it like? You know, having these demanding seemingly like quite challenging roles, um, you know, working with this eccentric filmmaker in your first, first, you know, first film roles. Oh, it was like torturing. <laughs> <laughs> every, every take, and he asked me to do very weird thing. I mean, to me, that was weird. I mean, do this and that, and then actually it wasn't acting, I think. He just asked me to do, well, I, I, we, the first contract was uh, before I sh shooting movie, he asked me to meet him two hours a day, every day. So I thought maybe he was very strange, you know, meeting him like two hours a day, it's very strange contract. So sometimes we went out, have a tea or went to see the movie and went to his house or my house, which, you know, a lot of things together, like two months, I'm not sure one month. That was back in more than 50 years ago, I forgot about it. Then later on during the shooting, when we started filming and then he asked me to do the smile. When you, when I say these things, you smile, very strange smile. So do that here. In that this scene, I I need that smile, or your the gesture about the finger or something. I need that thing while we were talking over that, you know, conversation. So I realized, oh wow, that's why he asked me to meet him every day before you know shooting. And mm -hmm. stupid me, I thought maybe he's he's married the man. Why he's asking me? <laughs> <laughs> meeting two hours, two hours every day. <laughs> and and you worked with him again towards the end of his career, towards the end of his life, right? In one of his one of his last films, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought maybe the all the film director is like that. I thought maybe if in a way, after I've seen the uh, premiere, after I finished that fire woman, then I've seen Previous and on the premiere, then mm -hmm. I realized, wow, that's why he asked me to do that and that. So I realized I'm very not quick, quick I'm not quick person, I think. I'm very slow. So then 
of course, everybody was asking me to do the job, you know, working with the, some other director. So actually, I think I did one, just to, you know, um, didn't want to do it, but asked him a lot of money, but he gave me the, just right there in front of me, he gave me the big check. So <laughs> always money is very important to me, always stupid me. <laughs> so I did, and I realized, wow, oh, he's not the director. Oh my! I have to compare with uh, Kim Gyeong. After work with uh, with him, no, it, it, it cannot explain about you know how the difference. I mean, I was maybe I was twenty three old, but I can tell big difference yeah. him and me. So, so I did it again with him. That the insect woman. <laughs> So, and I, I wanted to maybe move ahead to something you already talked about, which was this, this second phase of your career, in a sense, you know, moving to America and then returning and starting over. Um, uh, did you find that the industry was very different at that time? I mean, obviously, you're at a very different stage in your life. But also Korea is very different. I mean, the dictatorship, you know, you were away during when, when it ended and going back, did you find that you were in a very different context, a very different industry? You know, what was that, those, that early years like when you restarted your career? In earlier, um, before I went to state and then it's like a family, you know, the, everyone knows each other. And then the one station, they, they're, they're the two, two or three, only two station, one public station, and the other one is uh, the, the commercial station. So if you belong to the commercial station, it's, it's just, you got to just work for that, only for that mm -hmm. one channel. The other one, you cannot you know, do that with, that with them. So it was a very small industry. And then when I got back again, it got larger and bigger, but the, all the culture or the um, tendency or some atmosphere is still same because uh, I, that's not my fault I got divorced, but they say it because in order to be in the public figure, you cannot use the divorcee woman on the um, television. That's still same. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Just, just uh, the industry got bigger, but people are was the same. I think mm -hmm. very conservative. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to move to some of the films that we're showing in the retrospective. Um, and I've, you know, in putting this retrospective together, we I noticed that you often work with the same filmmaker more than once, multiple times. Um, do you, is that, do you think it's because of you, because of the filmmaker that that happens? Is it because you want to keep the relationship going? Obviously, you know, this Im Sang-soo, I'm thinking of as somebody you've worked with uh, many times. We're showing the housemaid, but obviously you also are, have a very, you know, in many of his other films, you have a very important role in the taste of money to, um, so that in the case of Im Sang-soo, can you talk about this long relation, working relationship you had with him? Actually, he was my turning point too, because that was the first movie since I left Korea. They said they were counting 18 years after absence from the movie industry. And he asked me, um, 
do the role, but because I, I was over 50 something, late 50, and I need to just half naked. <laughs> so everybody was turned down that role with my age actress. And he was very frankly, just uh, I asked them to, can I meet the director for the producer? And then he said, of course. So I met him and then why you asked me to do this role? Is it, am I the first one you asked me? And then he said, he was very honest. I like honest person. No, you are the third one because they all turned down. Why? And because, you know, they don't want to show off their, you know, half naked. So. So, so you, you didn't have a choice. And she said, yes, I didn't have a choice. But if you want to do it for me, then it will be grateful. So he was honest. So if he say, okay, you know, all the directors say, I wrote this role for you or something. I don't believe that kind of thing. So, but he was very honest with me. So I said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so that's why we started the relationship. And the film that we're showing, you know, The Housemaid is a sort of remake, like a re reinterpretation of Kim Ki-young's maybe most famous film. Mm -hmm. And it's a film that he also, you know, the films that he made with you are, you know, Woman of Fire is sort of a version, not a remake exactly, but a version of The Housemaid. And I understand that the film is going to be remade again. I mean, it seems to be a, a film that keeps, you know, has this... Um, is constantly sort of being, you know, has a hold on the cultural imagination in Korea or something like, what do you think is it, it is about this film that keep, you know, that makes filmmakers want to keep coming back to it? I think it has, you know, it's the, yeah, I was thinking about that too. Why are they making, you know, remaking 10 years later and mm -hmm. then it's been, I don't know, three or four times or yeah. I'm remaking it. Maybe the, even the, all the world is changing. Still, there's a high and low, you know, there's a lower society and high society, and then there's a, some ambition and, you know, that subject, the Kim Ki-young subject, because of between lower level and higher level, there's a girl who trying to just be the higher level, you know, trying to just climb up the yeah. ladder. Well, that, I think that, you know, inspired all the director they can you know use that theme for the different time i think mm -hmm. it's likes him very much too so i think it's, it's, i think kim Ki-young influenced a lot of the, the young generations director i think in korea right people like bong jun ho and park chan wook have talked mm -hmm. about him being a very important figure for them um i want to talk about another another filmmaker you've worked with um uh, more than once. Oh, and when we before before we went live, I, I said we would talk about these filmmakers, and you said you only had gossip about. So I also welcome gossip if that's what you want to share about any of them. Uh, another filmmaker who I think has been very important for you is uh, E.J. Young, mm. because of actresses and the film that we're showcasing, which I think is one of your great performances, which is the Bacchus Lady. Um, I really, if people haven't seen The Bacchus Lady, I, I really recommend that they, they check this out. Um, it's, uh, Bacchus Lady is a term for an older sex worker. Um, can you talk about this role? It's a really, I think it's a very unusual role for 
Yes. Not just, not just, you know, for, I think for, for an actress of any age to have a role like this. Right. I agree with you. He and I are very good friends. I mean, very good friends. We like, a, uh, what should I say, like going out dinner together. He's single and I'm single. Well, we don't have any relationship at all. But <laughs> he's available all the time and I'm available for him. So, okay. The, uh, where are you? And then he said, okay, I'm in somewhere. Then, okay, do you have a, did you have a dinner? And he said, no. Okay, let's have a dinner. So the, we, we are very close fr friend. One the after we make that actresses, it was um, qu quite successful because that uh, the idea was really good, but there's no script. So actually he gave me the situation for, for this situation between actress and he doesn't know about the actress at all. I think actress never, never be honest. In, since you have a camera on, you cannot be honest. <laughs> the, the, the innocent E.J. Young believe us, we could be very honest in, in front of the camera. I don't think so, it was wrong. But anyway, it was all the big name actress on that film. So it got succeed in a way. And Buck's Lady, actually, he was thinking about it and I suggest him doing it because uh, he's not like a um, radical or, or director. The Im Sang Su is more radical, you know, but if that, that subject is that theme is very heavy and serious on very, what do you call it? It's very tragic. Mm -hmm. So if he's uh, do it, then maybe it, it won't be very traumatic, tra traumatic Trauma or something. Yeah. So, yeah. so we agree with that. And so he wrote it very quickly. Uh, how about that? And he sent it to me, the script. And then, so you, I asked him, you want me to do that? And he said, why, why did I send to you? <laughs> why would I send it to you? <laughs> so, of course, I want you to do it. So I said, okay, but it's just an independent movie. I said, I'm very attached with the independent movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, independent movie, you know what I mean. So, we were doing it. <laughs> and in, oh, it was, I was really depressed while I was shooting that one. Usually, I was just like, feel like I'm doing, concentrate that scene and then I'll just get out of the scene and then just forget about that scene and trying to be professional, not, you know, serious about, I'm not method acting actress. So then that one was, oh, it was really sad and then, uh, he asked me to research it. So I went, there's some spot, the all the, mm, the lady was just, a, what, fl, fl, you know, the, what, hand to the bakas, that's the bakas is the energy drink actually right. in Korea. That's a sign of that, would you like to go with me or something like that. Yeah. I saw it from the distance. But how could I go to her? And then why do you do this or something like that? I cannot research. So I told him, no, no let's not do that. He, mm. does, he said he doesn't want to do it too. So I just say, in, interpret myself. If I were her, 
why would I do? So we did it together, mm. but we were doing fine. But mm, every time I was really upsetting in that, you know, that, that all the scene I supposed to do. And then I couldn't swallow some even noodle, the ramen things, uh, because I had to drink wine, just to sip the wine and then have some kind of noodle once mm, <laughs> all that place was real small and real place you know mm. so oh that was terrible and the smell was very strange so i couldn't swallow any food so i uh, with the white wine i have some kind of ramen thing and then we finish it finally then the ending scene we had a big argument i i still don't believe him because I asked him to just with that when she was the police called her and mm -hmm. then I was smoking in the car and then I asked the police uh, is it the prison is it warmer than outside or something like that at least uh, and she was smoking I thought that was the end of the movie but he insists uh, Mm -hmm. she, she go on, you know, in prison and mm -hmm. then she's dying. So I said, no, let's stop it here. So we had a big argument, mm -hmm. but you cannot convince director. I found <laughs> out. <laughs> mm, that's funny. Um, I, I agree with you, I think. <laughs> I think that scene in the car is really strong. Yes. <laughs> but he and insists. And then, oh, after I've seen the premiere, oh, that, oh, he's stubborn. <laughs> the other thing I actually was thinking um, when I was watching Bacchus Lady is um, you have a lot of scenes um, with a child actor in that mm. film, mm. just as you do with Alan Kim in Minari. So I'm wondering how, how often have you worked with opposite children, acted with children in your career? I think a lot of them, really. Yeah. A lot of, lot of them. But I found out as long as their parents is not interfering, interfering for them, they are fine. They are better than me. They observe the scene and then they are real, real character. If I just throw the line in front of him and then he will, oh, here they are fine like a sponge. But the, if the parents was just coaching the acting and everything, they, they're so, I found that. So as long as the, we can avoid the parents away from the scene or from the shooting place. They are fine. <laughs> so we didn't have problem with that boy too, really. Do you find that when you're acting with a, with a child that you also sort of have to be directing? No. Doing a little bit of work? No, you're, you don't have any, no. you don't think you're also directing the child? No, no, I don't direct him, them. Just uh, I, I try to be very real person as a character. Mm -hmm. They always respond to me, right. re respond back to me. So, okay, I want to move on to um, another filmmaker you've worked with many times, a filmmaker who's, who's very, very dear to my heart. Um, I love his films, is Hong Sang-soo. Um, and you, he is somebody who has a very, very unusual way of working. Um, he's talked about how he, you know, increasingly more and more, he doesn't use a script. He just writes every morning and then he just gives you the lines. <laughs> you, don't, you don't seem to like this. <laughs> so you get the lines at the very last minute and then you shoot. So what is that, what's that like as an actor working on a set like that? 
actually he asked me the the first time when I met him and he asked me to do the role and then then he said uh, I asked the producer um, how long should I be shooting and then how much money you know the money is important <laughs> <laughs> actually result I'm not you know I'm not the, I'm not the person who is collecting the money but so I asked them and that was very small money. So I thought maybe, what? No, that's impossible. And I, I asked Im sang -so. He was a good friend of mine. We became a good friend. So I said, would Hong sang -so ask me to do the role and then this amount of money? And then what, what kind of attitude is that? And it's not a commercial movie. And then he said, Im sang -so said, well, Mm, you make money from the television and then you just just you know he need you and he's very good film maker and he loves movie so why don't you just do it for him so okay I'll do it for him and then I found out that can I say the script and there's no script and then so certain date and then me with which day if I come to the the shooting place and then the they will give me the script. Huh? <laughs> so, what is the whole story? And he explained about uh, my role and then what should I supposed to do? And he chose my, all the clothes because the, the costume I was supposed to wear, but not the line. So I went certain day and then there's no script and he's still writing it. So, and then Finally, after 9 p.m., no, no, 9 a.m., the producer brought uh, some kind of piece of paper, three or four pages, uh, that only that scene I'm supposed to be in. I hated that. And the, all the actors together were trying to memorize, the, you know, like some blah, 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 and we're like a mad person. All of them, and they're much younger than me. Of course, they. So, did you memorize? And everybody, they all memorized. Me, I cannot. Oh, wait a minute, and then try to just you know practice together and together. Okay, we okay, we go, and then he kept doing it over and over until everybody should be perfect. If four of them together, then we have to be right. Four of us be have to be right. <gasps> really really upset so <laughs> finally after 10 takes or i don't know i didn't count a millions takes over and over and then i was in the restaurant i think uh, front of the restaurant i asked my manager to just uh stop the car front of the restaurant and then i would just run away so i asked everybody it was like ha 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 i think mm -hmm. and four of us my son and my son's friends and we were in the restaurant and I was a restaurant owner and yeah. then we were all seems okay with the, every line was okay so I said every are you all right and then they said oh they're fine okay then I'll go and then I run away I run to the soul <laughs> he was chasing me he was yelling at me <laughs> so I run away and I called EJ Young I win win Hong Sang -su. I win it. I just ran away. And <laughs> congratulations. Then next day, he, there's a lot of guards. I cannot move because after this, 
<laughs> while I'm shooting, Hong Sang Su is not ha having a lot of people not well, prevent not running over. <laughs> <laughs> so only one instant I did. I went over him, and later than thirty takes or forty takes, I did. I had to do it. <laughs> But you continue to work with him. You've been in, in many of his uh, films. So obviously th this is something you enjoy about the process. No, I think actually uh, now I found out. I thought maybe he likes me as just an actress. So that's why I kept doing it. But I found that out. His producer likes me. <laughs> right. You worked with... Uh, Lucky Chance is a, yes, uh, yes. a film that is, that's funny. Well, I want to ask you about the film that we um, that we uh, put in the retrospective, which is um, in another country. And uh, there's um, a question from <clears throat> um, there's a question in in the chat here, uh, <clears throat> which I had been meaning to ask you from Harley Diamond, who wants to know what it was like to work with Isabel Huppert in that film. He was very professional, I think, very serious actress. But uh, me, uh, very different character. Mm -hmm. uh, before shooting or right after shooting, I like to chat, you know, just have a relax with the, just have a, some chatting. And I was starting the conversation with, with her, it was raining and then my hair was just flat like this, you know, because of the rain. So I was talking to a small talk. And then nowadays, I my hair is kept losing. And when you get old, my, you know, the, the, the hair is not fluffy like it used to be. And then do, do you have, don't you have that problem? And he, she said, do you? That's <laughs> the end of the conversation. <laughs> Well, it's. Uh, I think I think you're both uh, very funny in in this film. I think your interactions are, are, are really funny. I actually, you also shot um, a short film, like a, a strange experiment with um, that is connected to um, in another country called List. Do you remember this? Like, which um, I think oh, yes, it was shot yes, like yes, like yeah. on the one day or something after. Yes, Hong wasn't very nice at all, of course. After I, we finished that, that uh, in another country, I think. And mm -hmm. then there's an actor, Jung Yumi and Yu Jun Sang. Was, yep. we, not, we didn't leave this, that countryside. We're supposed to leave tomorrow. He wrote it for us, like you know, three of us together, you know. <laughs> 20 minutes run, or I didn't see that even film that. Maybe he had some kind of money from the government. He had mm -hmm. to use that for that, the government, I think, for mm -hmm. the film. So we, uh, we, we call it, we through the night. We, we did it all night. Yeah, all nighter. Yeah. Yeah, it's all night. Yeah. Yes, and then Yujun Sang was just sleeping like this. He was just sleeping like this, and then Hong Sang Su was yelling at him, "Wake up!" And then he said, "I'm trying to wake up, but uh, director, I can't not help help me. Oh, please!" <laughs> so you you mentioned. Like uh, <laughs> um, have you? 
I read in Variety that you're doing another project with him. Is that something that's happening already? With a project with the Hong Sang Soo? Yeah. No. No. Okay. Hmm. I must have be a must be a must be a mistake. Um, you um, but you mentioned Hong Sang Soo's producer, and this is the other film that we've included hmm. in the retrospective, which hmm. is uh, Kim Cho Hee's Lucky hmm. Chancel, which is, I guess, a sort of um, autobiographical film hmm. in a way because it's about a producer who works only with one male filmmaker and then mm -hmm. when that filmmaker dies it's about like sort of her you know um her crisis so can you talk a little bit about that film it's also um that was also independent movie yeah you do a lot of those <laughs> <That's> story of <laughs> my life <laughs> well she loved very much the, the film, I think. She studied film in France and then she adored Im sang very much. She was very devoted producer for him and she inspired him a lot, I'm sure. And they were like a collaborator together, you know. Mm -hmm. Then I think she, after the scandal, I think she was kind of, oh, it, it's not, you know. Mm, so she was, uh, I didn't know, she said she was, she said she was, she's going to quit the film in making. She's mm -hmm. just so disappointed about all the filmmaker, all the, that business. So she went to Canada and then she trying to think about herself and then she came back and she said she's going to sell the, some kind of some what do you call it panchan what do you call it? side dishes she's good cook mm -hmm. and she's trying to sell the some kind of side dishes she's trying to make some um, food and then just because she knows lots of actresses so she can just deliver to the actresses and the, or something like that so i said what why don't you just uh, um, where she only knows the Hong Sang Soo's world. So why don't you, well, there's another commercial film I was doing it at the time. I needed some dialect coach and she's from the Busan area, south part of Korea. So why don't you be my dialect coach? They will pay you the money. She need the money. So mm -hmm. she went to that commercial, the, the movie, you know, field. And then she's, she was, oh, she, she said she felt alive and then I could be in this, this world, not the, the, the food selling or something like that. I, 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 could be do, I could do something. So that's why she started write that um, story. Right, right. How, how, many, how many women filmmakers would you say you've worked with through your career? I mean, you know, the film industry is, um, has been pretty male dominated in, in, in Korea. So I'm wondering if uh, you know, you've had opportunities to work with many women filmmakers. No, not many. I think she, she, she's the only one I think work with. And then in television, there's a lots of writer, woman writer. The television series, the writer is very important, that, you know, like a director. So, but not in the film, not. Yeah. And then I don't work that much, you know, with the, the, all the different directors. You, you, like you said, I used to start work with somebody, then I kept working to, you know, 
on and on, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's the relationship between them, it's me or them. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I want to leave the most of the rest of the time of, um, for questions about Minari, and there are quite a few in the chat already, but um, can you tell us a little bit about your TV shows, like uh, uh, Yoon's Kitchen and Yoon's Stay? <laughs> because I think you are, the, you are very well known for those in, in Korea. Most of Asia knows about me as a just a variety show that Yoon's Kitchen or Yoon's Taste. So I blame that director. You know, I've been in acting business 50 years and nobody remember my work and they all remember Yoon's Kitchen and Yoon's Taste. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> in all Asia, you know, that Japan, Western China, whenever I go, Oversee and then they all say Yun's Kitchen, all of them, the Asian people. So they think I'm only that running that the kitchen. <laughs> but did, would you, did you, have you enjoyed doing that kind of work? Yeah, I like that director very much. Yeah. He's very, um, what do you call, very honest. Mm-hmm. I like honest people. Mm-hmm. Very honest, but he why he wants me to do it, or he's very open about what he likes to do, and, and then why he needs me, and he's very honest. Yeah. That's why I liked him, and then I that was ch- challenging to me as an actor. You know, you don't do reality show, show usually, but to my for my age, it was very risky. My son was saying. Don't you don't ever do that reality show. You 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 are going to be very suffer. <laughs> so, but because of him, I did. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna um, get a question from the chat. Um, quite a few questions about Minari. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go through some of them. Um, one of them is just what was your what was your most enjoyable scene to shoot in Minari? No, what. You know, while I'm acting, I'm not enjoying it. I'm just trying to be focusing that that moment. So I'm not enjoying it. But after or before, when I chat with the director or chat with the other actors, then maybe that I remember. Um, I think when I watched that movie, I was enjoying that scene you know, as an audience because, oh, yes, we finally got connected each other from David and me, you know, while he was before bedtime prayer because the grandma, she, I asked Isaac, she's not a religious person, so I was really shocked, you know, that she was praying about seeing heaven and then that means she's dying. So I said, it was shocked and then I yell at her, my sister, my, my, my daughter, not pray like that. And David, that line was very innocent and very genuine. David said, Grandma, I already prayed. Then I was just grabbing him, just you know, all I can say was just, you know, she doesn't have any knowledge about his physical condition, nothing, but she's just grabbing and then I won, Make make you. I won't let you die, or I will. I, I won't let you die. That was just. We became very connected between. Mm-hmm. He. I think after that we became a friend. I think David mm-hmm. and me. So that scene, 
I liked it while I was watching the movie. Then after that, then the between Isaac and me was very funny. Isaac asked me to do that scene after I burned all the barn and everything. He asked me to do, how would I feel? You know, after I try and help them and hear huge mistake and it's not, it's worse than mistake. How would I, what do you think? How would I express this feeling? Just watching the kids over the floor, just, just worn out kids and they hear me trying to help them and then this result yeah. and he said to me mysteriously <laughs> looking at them mysteriously so I said I didn't get it so I, I just looking at them I think we did just only one take and then I asked he said I got it so I asked him am I mysterious enough <laughs> <laughs> That, that kind of conversation I enjoyed. Um, a comment, uh, question from Eunice Ahn. Um, just congratulations on your nominations and your BAFTA win. Um, you referred to Minari as a Korean film. I consider it a special American film. Is it considered a Korean film in Korea? Uh, and how did the experience of working with uh, Isaac and a Korean and a heavily Korean American cast differ from your work with Korean directors and Korean casts. Mm. Oh, that's so many questions. The first one is: Is it considered a Korean film oh. in Korea? In Korea, they still confusing. I think. Tell you the truth. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so I would say this is international film. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, some of them, yes. Um, Love that movie very much, and then, uh, but some of you know the movies like that. You cannot satisfy everybody. You know, cannot make them satisfied. So, but they appreciate the, the Isaac's work, Isaac's point of view. That that I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. And the second question was, how did the experience of working with Korean American filmmaker and actors different from Korean directors and actors? I only well, I a couple of them, yes, Wachowski and then Isaac and some others. But well, Isaac was, I just fell in love with him the moment I saw him. <laughs> That's the problem. I wish he was my son. I really told him, actually. He's very, I talk about sometimes to my friend and then in public, there's nobody like that nowadays. Nowadays, all the kid, he's my kid, like 43, my, he's younger than my first son. And nowadays, it's all the different, you know, it's not my time. So, but looking at him, it's very so genuine and how can I say, very humble and still very wise. He has very, Modest, so usually when you get smart, you are smart. You, you, you have to show you are very smart. He's a very smart person, but he doesn't show. You cannot tell, he's, he's always humble. And he always up to the point, always when, while during the conversation. I really envy him and I respect him really. And as a director, he was very super with me, really super. So I wish I asked him, if I make a film again, 
Mm, before I die, I will do it with with. The, I wish I could do with the eyes. <laughs> uh, one more Minari question. Uh, uh, this person wants to know if there were any scenes where you added, <clears throat> where you added something to the script. Um, for example, the scene with the chestnut, which I guess Isaac has said is something that you you brought to the character, um, mm -hmm. and wants to know if there were. Yeah, was there anything that you brought to the script? Mm, yeah, a lot of them together with Isaac, because mm. Isaac is, of course, Korean-American, but there's a lot of different Korean-American. I think I suggest he, me to be lying on the floor that when Isaac always accepts my idea, he always, he was a good listener, very good listener. So then when you get encouraged by a director like that, you could share the, some ideas, but it's not my idea. I've seen many people doing it in Korean, the immigrant people. Uh, so I actually see that chestnut scene. I saw them, one of my friends, uh, um, mother brought the chestnut and then, you know, break down with mm -hmm. tooth and then spit it out on, on the spoon and then feed him. And then that happened to be that Irishman was the husband and Irishman was really upset and he was telling the truth. And then he said, Yoon, would you believe that David, oh, actually he's David too, David's grandmother who came from Korea brought the chestnut and David has strong teeth and she chew it back and then feeding with a spoon. That's why you have a hepatitis in Korea. I hate it. I just was disgusting. <laughs> he was really upset over that <laughs> instant. So it was actually happened. I shared that story with Isa. Mm -hmm. I um, I think we only have time for maybe one or two more. Um, I I had wanted to ask you about what else you've been working on since Minari. Obviously, not a lot of people were able to work this past year, but you did you did um, you had a role in this uh, series, right? Pachinko, which is based on the Min Jin Lee novel, which has I think you has finished shooting. You were shooting that earlier this year. I think actually I finished. The March 15, I finished, the, that's why I went, went to Vancouver. We were sh shooting over there. Um, of course, I'm old, uh, old Sanja, the main character, right. but, you know, she became yeah. a 74 years old. So I'm the, that part, playing that part. Um, have you made any other films uh, or have you done any other TV or film work since, uh, since Minari? Do you have anything lined up that you are? I think I've done enough because actually after Minari, I did a Yoon's Tay and then while I was shooting the Pachinko and then while I was shooting Pachinko, I had this, I didn't know it was campaigning. I met you, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, I didn't actually. Uh, after Minari, I did, after Minari, I did a television series. I forgot mm -hmm. about that. Uh -huh. So I really need rest. It's too much for a 74 years old lady. It is too much. And I didn't expect to be having this well, well reception from America even. So this is a happy surprise, but it's really tiring. And 
it's just a, I know why you can you call racing or campaigning. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> um, somebody has typed in the chat. Do you have any plans? I mean, this is more work, and you said you don't want to work. <laughs> Do you have any plans to work with director Bong in the future? I don't have any plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh one um i think one maybe we'll just take one final question uh from you yun sol kim who says your bafta speech um went viral <laughs> i think it's because you referenced the, the snobby brits um is there anything you forgot to say in your speech well maybe you have another opportunity my lack of an english is bring the misunderstanding Actually, I admire British very much. I think they I came admire. across. And then I admire their Shakespeare and then their Royal Theater and everything. And but then because of my lack of English, but they are in a way because they have a long history and they have a big pride and then that, that I understand. But that's why they could be snobbish. They deserve to be snobbish. That's what I meant. But <laughs> then, Oh, it got so big, and then I, I thought maybe I was doing something wrong. I maybe I had a big scandal or something. I didn't mean. I was just admiring because I, I felt so sorry for the Duke of Edinburgh. I loved him very much in person. I wish I could see him in person. He is a man of men, I think, supporting Queen. So I have the, I know their story, and then I'm very interested in their. Judy Dench and Maggie Smith, I love them, Helen Mirren, and I loved all the Ian McKellen, Ian McKellen, mm -hmm. I adore him. So, but hear me saying like this. So, oh, please, oh, <laughs> apology, big apology for the British. Hello, Britain. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> well, um, hopefully we'll get another speech in 10 days or so. Um, we're uh, sending you um, and Isaac and Stephen and the whole Minari team uh, good wishes. Um, and thank you so much for, for, for doing this, for joining us. Um, we, you know, we're really happy to be presenting your films, I, and I hope that um, those tuning in, please, please do check them out. Um, I, I think it's it's really um, a wonderful body of work. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you very much indeed. Good luck with the Oscars and the last stage of the campaign. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, everybody. Thank us. you, Dennis. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.